Hello, everyone. I'm excited to be with you again. My name is Greg Reynolds. I am a marriage coach, and I want to share with you today a, a short message from uh, the beauty and the beast of all things. Over the weekend, um, as I record this, I think it, what is it, Tuesday, as I record this? Over the weekend, um, my wife turned on the Beauty and the Beast. We've got a daughter who just turned five and she loves Beauty and the Beast and my son likes it just fine and my wife likes that movie and that story. And I sat down to watch it with them because that's what the family was doing. And, um, you know, I've thought about this before and I, I've even used this in my this analogy in my coaching, but it really um, just solidified in my head that the reason why that story that Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, some of those other classic love stories resonate so much, particularly with women, is because they teach us something about ourselves and about the nature of men and women and how they, um, how they respond to each other, how they um, complement each other. And I believe that that's how God created us. Uh, God created us with certain innate desires uh, as men and as women. And, you know, not every man is the same. We all have differences, but we all share similar things, similar characteristics. Same with women. Women, of course, are different from each other individually, but share similar desires and traits. And we can learn some things about these classic stories like Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, Pride and Prejudice, some of Eep. I don't know that I'd call it classic yet, but man, Twilight, for example, there's so much that we can learn about um, the nature of our relationships with, uh, with the opposite sex through these stories um, for good or bad. But today I want to talk a little bit about Beauty and the Beast. Maybe in the future, I will talk about uh, some other movies or books or whatever. Um, but Beauty and the Beast. Okay. So most of you listening, probably all of you listening, have seen this movie, um, know the story. Um, but Beauty, who's an innocent woman, uh, headstrong, determined, she she goes, um, but kind and gentle and innocent. Um, she loves her dad deeply. Her dad gets in trouble. She goes to help him and ends up in the castle of a beast. This beast is wild, he is dangerous, he is rough. He deep down in him somewhere is a kind and gentle and good man who wants to do the right thing, but he's been wounded. And at the moment that she meets him, he is out of control. Through her goodness, she saves her dad, makes a deal with the beast, and her dad is set free. Uh, she has to stay with him though. Something about her beauty and her goodness softens the beast a little bit. Though he's really rough, she's kind to him, she's headstrong, she doesn't, she doesn't let the beast um, abuse her, doesn't let the beast uh, be unkind to her. I mean, she holds her own, but she's still kind to the beast. And even though she's, he's scary and he's rough, she doesn't let that... Uh, take away what makes her so uniquely uh, feminine and uniquely a woman, and that is her goodness and her kind character and her nurturing character. 
as she is kind to this beast, he softens and the wild side starts to be tamed a little bit. Now he's still wild. He's still powerful. He can, he's still dangerous. And she finds that attractive in him, but he's also kind and he's gentle and he's good. And that part starts coming out in him because of her. Over time, they fall in love. Uh, The bad guys come, try to kill the beast. She tries to save him. He's willing to give his life for her. And he's not, you know, he's he's dangerous, yes, but he's not evil. He's not, um, doesn't want to just kill people unnecessarily. He's turned good, um, but he is willing to do anything for his beauty, uh, even to the point of death. They fall in love, he turns into a prince, and they live happily ever after. There's a lot in that that is so critical for us to understand ourselves and our spouse and our relationship with our ourselves and our spouse. Uh, as I was talking to some friends over the weekend about this story, we were talking about relationships. That tends to be a common topic that comes up when I'm in a conversation because that's what my mind's on all the time. Um, but we were talking about relationships and we, we have some friends, some mutual friends who are um, going through a divorce or at least going through a really hard time and really considering divorce. And unfortunately um, for them, she wants desperately for him to be a different man than he is. And he wants to be, but, he, but they don't know how. He doesn't know how. She doesn't understand that the way she treats him makes him feel like less than a man. And he doesn't understand that either. So she treats him poorly without respect, without honor. And he just has become kind of a shell of himself. Um, He's less force. He's less um, strong and powerful and, and even less dangerous. He used to have hobbies that were, that were adventurous and somewhat dangerous and stuff. And he doesn't do that anymore. He's become, I hate to even use this term. It's not completely true, but uh, in a sense, she's somewhat neutered him. He is not the man that he used to be. And she misses that in him. She doesn't understand her participation in making him the way he is. He doesn't understand that what she wants is for him to be that uh, dangerous, um, adventurous, somewhat wild man that he was. And if you knew this guy, wild man sounds kind of funny because um, he's not a wild man, but he was an adventurous man and he, he's a man, absolutely. Um, but he's become, um, he's lost some of that edge. Women don't want to be married to a, uh, to a weakling. They, women don't, aren't, turned on by someone who is a pushover. Um, women want to be married to a good man, yes, but a good man with a dangerous side, a good man that can let the beast out when he needs to, but also a good man who knows how to control that and a good man who um, she has the key to his heart and, has, and can tame him. And a, a man, a dangerous man, a wild man wants to be married to a woman who brings out the best in him through her kindness, through her goodness, through her gentleness, through her honor and respect and love. Sorry for the sound. I'm, uh, I'm hidden in my basement here. Well, my kids are uh, 
are being uh, homeschooled a little bit right now because of all the craziness that's going on in the world. And we've just, we've decided to go that route and it's been real fun, but that means I got banished to the basement um, while the kids are at home working. So get to hear some funny sounds. Anyway, I hope, I hope this makes sense. I hope this resonates with some of you people. One thing I've seen, and I've seen it again and again, women fall in love with a man who has a wild, dangerous, adventurous side and they fall in love with him. And then um, because he's wild and dangerous and adventurous and, and that kind of scares her a little bit, she tries to tame him, but she beats the, the wildness and the adventure out of him. She, and beats isn't the correct term, but she, um, she tames him too much. He becomes uh, less wild and adventurous and powerful. And, and then she kind of loses interest in him because he, it's not really the guy that she fell in love with. But she participated in that. Instead of honoring and respecting the interest. Man, lots of, lots of interruptions right now. Instead of honoring and respecting the interest and the adventure, adventurous side and that some of wild man side of him, the beast in him, instead of honoring that, um, they kind of put that fire out. And then her husband, who she's deeply in love with, changes and not for the better. And she sometimes loses interest. Not every relationship deals with this, but many do. So I wanted to bring this topic up and talk about this topic because there are some of you that are listening who resonate with this. And it's important to understand that men, if you want your men, if you want your wives to to fall in love and be deeply in love with you, you need to be that beast to some extent. You need to be kind. You don't want to be abusive and stuff, but you've got to be powerful and you've got to, she's got to feel like you've got um, the ability to take care of her, protect her, to let that beast out when necessary. Um, but then she, of course, needs to be able to hold the keys to your heart and tame you and make you a gentle and a kind, but powerful, but a kind man when necessary. And on the other side, wives, for you wives that are listening, you need to encourage your husband to, to be that man with a wild side, with a beast side in him. And, and really, the way that you can do that is through honoring and respecting him as a man, through, um, through celebrating when that man and that beast side comes out to some extent, um, celebrating with him by, by showing your interest in him, by when that comes out in him, even just to a small extent, by showing him that you like that through your affection and through your love and through wanting to be close to him, that's going to help send a message to him that that side of him, it's still a, it's a good side to that beast side is a good side if it's used properly. And if it's used righteously, when that is used righteously, you reinforce those types of behaviors and even talk to him and tell him that you like that part, that side of him. You like to see that come out in him. And over time, you can really help to boost his confidence and boost, um, uh, boost those positive behaviors. So next time you're really struggling in your marriage, think about Beauty and the Beast and consider, uh, ask yourself, 
is there something I'm doing that is, um, you know, putting out that fire in my beast, the, the, the man that I am in love with and that I want to admire, are there some things that I'm doing that are, um, that are kind of putting that fire out, I guess, or for the men, are there things that I'm doing that are, um, beastly in a negative way, in a, in a destructive way, or do I need to be a little bit more of a, of a, a powerful wild man, um, for the sake of my wife so that she can feel that she's, she is protected. She's taken care of and those types of things. Anyway, it was just a fun, this was a fun weekend, fun movie to watch and, and a fun thing to think about. And I hope that you've learned some things from this short little message. Um, if you, if you're struggling in your marriage, I would love to help you out. I, I do a uh, presentation called five steps to saving your marriage. And if you look in the description, uh, there's a link that you can click on or, or even copy and paste the URL or whatever to go and register for one of these webinar presentations that I do five steps to saving your marriage. I, I would say I guarantee that it'll be worth your time. I believe it will. Pretty much everybody I talk to that that listens to and watches it, they say that it was well worth their time. They learned a lot. Anyway, so look in the description there and click that. That's a free webinar. That's a free presentation. And of course, if you need additional help, there are other options to do that um, with me. So thank you for joining me for this podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, whether you're watching on YouTube or whether you're listening on some sort of a podcast platform, hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. I do these presentations or these little messages on a regular basis. All righty. See you on the next one.